Here's our daily Bible reading. This is uh, really the Bible reading for yesterday, for Saturday the 19th. I'm getting a chance to do it here on Sunday after uh, after church. want to keep up with you. on, And we are in Micah, the prophet Micah, in the fourth chapter of Micah. Um, we've read a lot of gloom and doom in the first three chapters of Micah. God is really getting after his people, warning them about the fact that they're not worshiping the true God. They are worshiping some other God. Remember, we're going to worship something. We're going to put our hope, our peace, our confidence, our assurance in something. There's going to be something that keeps us awake at night, uh, and that becomes our God. Best to be the God who really can change our lives, the God who loves us so much uh, in Christ Jesus. He warns them about that. He warns them about the oppression that then is coming out because they're worshiping the wrong God. Now, chapter 2, he warns about what kind of actions then that they do. They're going to be oppressing people. They're not going to be caring about other people. They're not going to be showing love to other people. It's going to spiral them down. Even their very leaders we read about in chapter 3 are not being faithful to God. They're not leading as God calls them to lead. They're not shepherding God's people. In fact, they're shepherding them the wrong way. Even some of the prophets, um, some of the false prophets, are telling people, hey, everything's just fine. Just keep doing what you're doing, calling right wrong and wrong right, which we see so much of yet today, unfortunately. Mankind hasn't changed at all. And you would think that at that point, then God would say, okay, but here's what's going to happen. I am going to lower the boom on you. But look at chapter four. God is already talking about lifting them up out of the mire of their lives. He talks about the mountain of the Lord. Now, when you think of mountains of the Lord, there's a lot of places you're probably going to go. You're going to think of Mount Sinai, where God who loved his people so much after he brought them out of slavery in Egypt, now brought them to Mount Sinai, lifted up their eyes to look up to God, and God gave them direction, gave them boundaries. We've talked about that when we went through the uh, book of, of Exodus. Well, now he describes... Uh, uh, um, our relationship with him is a mountain of the Lord, something that's rock solid, something we can look up to, something that's going to give us direction. And so he says, it shall come to pass in the latter days. So the latter days being uh, kind of a couple of ways. Number one, God's saying these times are not going to continue. There's going to be a point either where you're going to reject me and you're going to be taken off into to slavery. You're going to lose me forever, eternally uh, in hell. Or, or you're finally going to wake up and turn around and come back to me and and uh, and I'm going to be there for you and that's God's promise and of course ultimately that happens in either we reject him forever in our life and we go to hell or we, or we believe in him we put our faith in him and our trust in him and we worship him and then heaven is our home so that's kind of a, a double picture right there but God says no matter what he's got this mountain here for us where we can be brought up out of the the, um, the dire situation of this world the uh, the utter destruction of our sin and all that that's going to lead us to and he's going to lift us up and so he says to them in the second part of that verse and it should be lifted up above the hills God's way God is going to reign no matter what he's going to reign because there's another mountain Remember, there's Mount, or there's Mount Calvary. That's where Jesus is going to die on the cross. Um, Jesus even said in John chapter 3, As the serpent was lifted up in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up. Jesus is lifted up and people looked up to him. Now, some looked up to him like the disciples and others in faith. Others looked up to him and mocked him, but Jesus was lifted up. And Jesus says, as the serpent was lifted up in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up that he might draw all men to himself. Here's God trying to draw men back to him uh, to look up to that mountain of the Lord. And what's he going to do there? Look at verse 2. That he may teach us his ways, that we may walk in his paths. 
notice we we've had enough of walking in our ways and in our paths of us trying to figure it out ourselves and we see because we admit our own sinfulness that oftentimes our ways lead us astray um, yet God's ways God wants to teach us he wants to lead us call it law call it Torah uh, the Torah um, it's God teaching and leading us and guiding us we thank God for that remember that in the Psalms and the Proverbs so many times though they brought that up Lord I want to know your ways Psalm number one, blessed is a man who walks not in the way of the wicked, not in the counsel of the wicked, but he makes the law of the Lord his delight. You and I delight in that law. And what's God going to do? Then God, verse three, is going to bring it for a time when the wars will cease, especially that battle between them and God and that fight between good and evil. Um, God is going to win. God is going to win that battle. And you and I, by faith, if we trust in him, we win it as well. Here's a popular phrase that oftentimes used at the United Nations, you know, in verse three, they shall beat their swords into plowshares, their spears into pruning hooks. In other words, instead of, uh, um, uh, their uh, uh, swords there instead of taking up war um, they're going to take up things going to build up the kingdom of God and that is what you and I do as Christians too so nations shall not lift up sword against nation now would that on this world from a worldly perspective that would happen but we know Jesus also said too there will always be wars and rumors of wars yet even in the midst of that in the midst of mine enemies Psalm 23 says we're going to have a we're going to have a meal with God God is going to come and bring us peace even in the midst of all that that is going to continue that that earthly unpeace is going to continue until the day that Jesus comes back yet Christians throughout the ages those who live and die um, are going to be at peace with God we have that peace and he calls us to that. Verse 5 says, For all the peoples walk each in the name of its God. In other words, people will follow the ways of their God. Notice small g. But you and I, we will walk in the name of the Lord our God. And we will walk in him forever and ever. Uh, forever and ever can only be talked about. Uh, with God can only be talked about with those who are in, in community with him. Um, we have forever and ever. No one else has that. And God, because God, why? Because God's going to bring his rescue. Look at verse six. In that day, declares the Lord, I will assemble the lame. In other words, God is going to bring us back together. We can't do that by ourselves. God is going to raise up a remnant. Verse seven. So a remnant is the fact that when all looks like it's lost, God is always saving. God is always is always there, um, and and he uh, he holds together that remnant. And in the latter part of verse seven, and the Lord will reign over them in Mount Sinai from this time forth and again forevermore. Um, so that's that that hope that we hang on to. That despite the battle is great, um, uh, we know that we belong to Him for forever and ever, and that He is going to reign. But we have our struggles. Look at verse nine. We have those questions. Jesus or God asks these wonderful rhetorical questions. What are you crying about what are you saying there is no king uh, what are you saying uh, that we're going to be seized like in the uh, the pains of a woman in labor and God says not true not to I reign you can be at peace I'm with you always don't be afraid uh, keep keep moving forward even though verse 10 says there's going to be a time where they're going to be taken into captivity the Babylonians are going to come and take them in, into captivity that's a historical fact 586 BC is when that happens yet I turn the page in my Bible the second half of verse 10 God's going to rescue us the Lord is going to bring back his redeemed and so we can have that that kind of peace 
So bless you as you continue to read Micah. We'll pick this up again tomorrow on, on Monday and, and read the wonderful fifth chapter where we get a picture of, uh, along with the other parts of Micah, of, of Christ the King who's going to rule and rule forever. God bless you as you read.